The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's not your wife, it's not your kids, it's not your neighbor, and it sure isn't your boss. Only we understand you. We are your friends. You're listening to The Winning Edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Let's Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenci. No monologue because my feet hurt. Credit Krusty the Clown. Krusty! Uh, the Rage and Reddit camp. So we'll get Cam out of here in a minute uh, or two. We got a battle uh, with us. So I just want to ask you guys, and uh, people are asking in the chat, does Ronaldo, uh, Ronaldo drink alcohol? And I remember me and Cam, I had a, remember me and Cam bet Russell Wilson. I told yeah. you he didn't. And I yes. said, no, he doesn't. He really doesn't. Not even. Russell, yeah, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson doesn't drink. He, Russell Wilson drank once in his life. He drank once in his life in college, and he didn't like it. He's never drank. Like, hmm. like, so Russell Wilson, like, uh, there's a few dudes, like Sidney Crosby doesn't drink at all at all. Sidney Crosby no. also does not drink soda. Like yeah. he doesn't, he does not like he doesn't drink soda like at all. A lot of you know, a lot most athletes don't like even if they booze it up. But, but I was but saying, Ronaldo, Ronaldo yeah. does drink wine, and it is true. I'm sure it is. Wine's good Ronaldo, for you. Yeah, Ronaldo ain't drinking eight dollar bottles either from the liquor store. Like no, he's Cristiano not. Ronaldo's drinking fourteen thousand dollar bottles of wine. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's a, it's funny, he's Gabe. The there's a bottle. The best. <laughs> there's a bottle from Portugal that I get. The old seven ninety five El Toro. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, garbage. Yeah. I get, I'm like red wine. And I'm like, wow. Even my like munja cake pasta is not working with this seven ninety five wine. I will say this though. But to become a cola monster, you start it when you're young, right? Like, I'll never forget the first time I had that sip of Pepsi. And you could go two ways in your life. I loved it so much. It was like drugs for me as a kid. And, like, it made me, like, feel like whatever. And I just, like, plowed Pepsis and Cokes. And I can't get off it. It's one of those things. I even quit smoking. I can't quit caffeine. It's like I get pounding headaches when I don't have it. Like, it would take me a long time. It would actually, like, beat me down to get off that stuff and uh it's hard i really enjoy it but uh yeah think about uh, if we didn't drink and drink coke Marenzi, what uh, physical specimens we'd be so oh yeah i'd be mr america and i'd kill people for yeah, sure yeah that's what that's my problem i drank too many pepsis as a kid <laughs> exactly. uh, that's why i'm not in the nhl now uh, yeah. no let me ask you though i swear to god and i guess it's the power of ronaldo 
So, how many, hey, Babano, let me ask you. Are you a soda guy, Babano? Like, I imagine you would be. Like, are you sitting at home crushing sodas all day? You drinking Pepsis or Cokes all day? Uh, I I drink Coca-Cola usually once a day or once every two days at the very least. So, uh, I'm, I'm not in the camp of Cristiano Ronaldo swearing off Coca-Cola. <laughs> well. Having a can of Coke a day is not exactly a wild man either, Rabano. Hey, Cam, like, no. uh, no. I'll tell you this. when I You drink, never answer anything directly. So what, what no, do you drink yeah. at home, Rabano? You drink water? What's your Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola, water, juice, milk, and, of course, beer. Lots of beer. Beer is probably the thing I drink the most, actually. My over-under for urination, I think I have diabetes. i got to go see a doctor. It's about 16 and a half right now times a day. I think a normal person probably goes to the bathroom like five. It's unbelievable, Marantzi. Like every break on our show, I'm there. I want to say one more thing about gingers before I leave this show. It's funny how you have kick a ginger day where every guy in the National Hockey League has like a red beard or red hair and stuff. So get off it. These guys are warriors. Hold on, hold on. Shout out to our AM radio affiliates. I'm Gabriel Marantzi and... I actually felt guilty. Let's uh, we got a quick uh, little radio bump here. We'll let Cam go. Can't catch Cam tomorrow on these radio stations at six o'clock tomorrow for more winners. But I actually drank like today. I already had a bottle of ginger ale in my fridge. All right, mm, nice. nice bottle of Canada Dry. Love it. I had like half a glass, and I'm feeling guilty because of Ronaldo. I'm sitting here yeah, and I'm thinking, I'm you know not. what? I think Ronaldo, I don't know, ginger ale is the same thing. You tell me, no, 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 don't don't drink the ginger ale. I don't right? care ginger what ale is better. Your grandmas give you ginger ale. Yeah, ginger ale and, and toast will fix everything. Yeah, yeah good, I remember good I crashed a motorcycle. I crashed a motorcycle once. I came home to my grandma as a kid. I stole a, like a moped motorcycle. I crashed it. <laughs> she didn't know that. But I walked in and my knees all shredded. And I don't know why she thought. She gave me ginger ale and toast. It's like my smart. knee is like bleeding profusely. Oh yeah, ginger yeah. ale and toast is gonna help it. Yeah, you gotta love old good. people, huh? <laughs> I, I know. I gotta hand it to her. That's a pretty good combination. I, I don't mind the ginger ale and toast. <laughs> I will say another thing: when I get wasted and absolutely plastered, the next day I'm probably having like five or six cokes. That's, that's when the I, like, worst thing you can do. I know, but you know your what? Tea, your that's the worst time to think drink about them. it, Francie. You're wasted because you're craving sugar. I wake up in the morning, I plow like two or three cans before I even turn the coffee maker on. I'm not going to say I'm a healthy guy, but I do drink a lot of water. Everything else uh, I do is horrible. Soda's off. That's a good thing. That's why Water's I'm a good a nice thing. milkshake right now instead. Yeah, without uh, water, I'd probably be, I'd be dead. But you know what? Hey, I'm not. Get, I'm not. Hey, Ronaldo, I don't care what you say. I'm still drinking soda. I know you're the best soccer player ever, but who cares? I enjoy it. He's doing pretty yeah. good for himself. I agree with yes, Cam. I'm, I'm not. Yes, I'm is. not going away from having Coca-Cola. Yeah. He didn't sway me, Marenzi. Sorry. <laughs> no. No, huh? No. Guys, no, no guilt at all, huh? You like suck it, Ronaldo. I don't care. Yeah. I don't want to tell him to suck it, but I'll, I'll make my own beverage choices, Ronaldo. Thanks. Don't worry about <laughs> it. I got it covered. He'll <laughs> <laughs> make your own beverage. I'll make my own beverage choices. Thanks, Ronaldo. Exactly. Like I'm having a cold steam whistle right now. Yeah, but Ronaldo, why yeah, yeah. have a cold beer and relax? Kyle Hamburg in Atlanta is right. He says he bets Messi drinks Dr. Pepper, Matthias. Yeah, of course I he does. I think he's right. <laughs> That's why he doesn't win like Ronaldo does. That's right. He's, Dr. He, pepper. he's a pepper. I'm a pepper. You're a pepper. Lionel Messi. He drinks Dr. Pepper. Or a fib. Yeah, fib. Or tab. Yeah, fib. Mr. Fib. Poor man's Dr. Pepper. East Coast. I don't know why on the East Coast of New York they get mad. They're like, no. No Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Sierra missed. See you, Cam. Later. To be honest. 
We should come with a warning label. Caution. 24-hour sports talk. May cause mild addiction. Get on the grid. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Sports Professor Rick Harrell inside the $1.3 trillion business of sports with your daily numbers game. A U.S. Open like none other at Torrey Pines. Will Phil Mickelson extend his incredible streak? Will Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau get into a cage match on the course? Well, those issues are interesting, but not the numbers. Gavin Newsom celebrates the 18 million Californians that get vaccines by lifting restrictions. The bottom line is $142 million of economic impact for the greater San Diego and Southern California region and about 275,000 spectators. The interesting piece of all of this is about 60, 65 percent travel in from out of town, something unheard of during the pandemic about a year ago. No matter what happens on the course, the economics of opening this event up just at this time will be very significant for Southern California. Sports professor Rick Haro, Daily Numbers Game. This is the Technology Minute with George Capalbo. Has this ever happened to you? You're walking down the sidewalk, minding your own business, surfing on your... Ever been to Delaware? If not, now's the time to visit. You'll find a lot of fun in a little state. Since you can drive anywhere in the state in a couple of hours, you'll spend less time driving and more time enjoying. Explore from the bays to the beaches, stroll the boardwalks, and have an oceanside bonfire. Get a taste of Delaware at one of the award-winning restaurants and enjoy a local craft brew. See the first state's unique historic landmarks and experience Delaware's endless discoveries. Plan your adventure today at visitdelaware.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling, the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Phone, go across the street and... Excuse me. To protect the safety of wandering, distracted smartphone users, South Korean technologists have invented a large, bulbous electronic eyeball. A third eye glued onto the middle of your forehead. Look down at your phone, and it opens, unblinkingly scanning for any obstacle you might run into. Oh. Okay, this is not an actual product, but instead an art project. The point? To remind mindless, wandering, zombie smartphone users... 
your eyes off your phone and pay attention to the world around you. Oh. Follow me at Chica Palbo on Twitter and stay tuned to the Technology Minute for more cool stuff like this. The Sports Grid TV Network is a new streaming video sports channel for you, dedicated to serving the massive fantasy sports and wagering audience. Sports Grid TV is live, free on Sling TV, with real-time data and expert commentary featuring Pat McAfee, Scott Farrell, Gabe Marinci, Pro Football Doc Dr. David Chow, NFL Insider Adam Kaplan, and more. Simply download the Sling TV free app and go to the sports channels to watch Sports Grid and get the winning edge. That's Sports Grid TV, free on Sling TV. We're everywhere. Radio, the internet, TV, satellite, and our mobile app. We make it easy. Like, real easy. In fact, if you're not listening, it's you. It's always you. Slacker. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM Channel 204. Uh, Cam, uh, Cam might have had to lie tonight. I'll make my own beverage choices, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. I'm telling you, man, Ronaldo doesn't get credit. It's hard to, it's hard to believe that a guy that rich, he can say he's underrated, but he's underrated. Um, all right, I am Maranci. We're kicking it, throwing it down. It's the Wicked Wednesday. I see we got our, is our boy McKinnis still in the chat right now. If you want McKinnis, you can hop in here and gloat here. McKinnis has uh, been riding the Canadians' uh, wave. Uh, over the last uh, three weeks. And shout-out to our boy Kyle in Atlanta tuning in. We got Kyle in Toronto, Kyle in Atlanta. Shout-out to the Hawks. Hard to believe, eh, Babano? Normally, teams from Atlanta blow leads. Normally, the teams from Atlanta don't come back. It doesn't work that way. It's like, uh, I'm telling you, yeah. it's like everything's going to be, everything's the paradigm. Everything's backwards. It's bizarro world. And I said it, Montreal Canadiens, New York Islanders, Stanley Cup Finals. It's coming, baby. It's coming. And it's going to be 1993 all over again. Montreal Canadiens versus New York Islanders. And this is for you, Ronaldo. See, Babano and Cam aren't listening to you, but look, there's some Evian. Team France, let's go. <laughs> yeah, France in the uh, World Cup. There's a bunch of teams that could win that. Italy's looking good. Portugal, Euro. obviously, can't count. Yeah, Euro Cup. Euro Cup. But look, Atlanta Hawks and LA Clippers, Moneyline Parlay. Who had the guts to take that tonight? Uh, I don't think many people did. Uh, but boy, give the, give the Hawks credit. I mean, for the Philadelphia 76ers, this is a unacceptable loss. I don't know how you how you pulled this off and, and blew this one tonight. Uh, the defense that you've talked all season long about how good your team is at the defensive end of the floor, and your, the stats bear that out all season, and yet when you need it the most to close out a game in the second half tonight, it just totally evaporates. Uh, it was just a complete meltdown. It really was. I mean, you could excuse them for doing that in game four on the road against Atlanta when Joel Embiid clearly did not have his A game. But you got a great game from Embiid, especially in the first half. You got an incredible shooting night from Seth Curry. You had a huge, massive lead within front of your home fans. You're supposed to find a way to finish that game with that kind of lead. And I don't know if the Sixers picked themselves up off this kind of loss. It's that, it's that staggering. It's that uh, hideous if you're the Sixers tonight. And they're going to have to test themselves next time. 
I like that. Hideous. That's good. <laughs> we don't. It's stunning word. to me. Yeah, we don't that word off team, That's, that was I thought hideous. this team. Had, I thought this team had taken a step, Marenzi, and had gotten rid of these, you know, these playoff disappointments, these inability to finish games. That we could talk about Milwaukee too in that regard. Yeah, but apparently Utah. not. It's still an issue. And Utah, like all these loser teams, they just can't finish team. Like once they read regular season success. Uh, regular season. All right, as long as we're on basketball right now, so yeah, that was wild. I was on the Atlanta Hawks tonight, plus the points. And I said, I didn't, you know, I said Philadelphia might win, but I don't think they're going to blow them out. And then they were blowing them out. <laughs> and then, yeah, and, they were in the and, first half, yeah. which is good. Yeah, I but they first were half. the other it night too. They were, they yeah. were the other night too. Right, they were up by thirteen at the half. So there's constant collapses with this team. Philadelphia seventy sixers. Open up as two point uh, two point road favorites, two point road favorites, and uh, we've got uh, the Utah Jazz are one and a half point road favorites against the Clippers. So the Clippers are now up three games to two. The Jazz are one and a half point favorites without Kawhi Leonard. Um, Philadelphia 76ers, two point favorites against the Atlanta Hawks, and then tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, but we got Brooklyn and Milwaukee, and this is a case where strange ass series. Milwaukee should have won last night. Could have won. They were right there. They let it. They let him off the hook. Dennis Green lives. You know, maybe rest in peace, coach. We let him off. You want to crown her ass? You crown her ass. We let him off the hook, right? And and here we are right now. I do think Milwaukee will win this game, uh, but battle. But I'm not ready to lay five and a half, six points. I see five and a half now. Was six, so five and a half. I'm not laying the points. I think they can win, but I don't know if they're going to smoke them. But I do think this is going to go seven, and then I think Brooklyn will beat them in seven. What do you think about this game? Any opinion here? Yeah, I'd be on Brooklyn, if anything. I mean, I'm worried about Milwaukee. I'm worried about Philadelphia. I'm worried about those two teams in particular. I'd be worried about them going on the road and winning. The one team I'd give a chance to is Utah, believe it or not, even after what happened last night, because this is NBA 101 where the superstar player is out, and in the first game without him, you know what happens. Everybody, you know, pulls their bootstraps up, does a little bit more, plays a little bit better. You know, Paul George was outstanding. Marcus Morris is draining threes left and right. Luke Kennard, nobody's talking about him. What a game he had stepping up for the Clippers in a big-time moment when, you know, you need some other guys to get the job done. He did tonight for the Clippers, so give him credit. But they basically got everybody playing at their absolute best, the role players, the supporting cast. George played well, and Utah, I think, took their foot off the gas. I think they figured it was going to be a layup. They're back home. They smoked the, well, not smoked the Clippers, but beat them in the first two home games, and they, they paid the price for it. I think they will be better in the in, on the road, Utah. I'd give them a chance, actually, to win at Staples. I can't say the same about Milwaukee, and I can't say the same about Philadelphia, because those were beyond catastrophic losses for both of them. They collapsed. They choked it away in the second half, both of those teams in the last game, and they have already got mental midget status, in my opinion, for big playoff games and big moments, and I'm having a difficult time trusting either one, the Bucks or the Sixers, in a game six. I can't trust Utah either. I put them in the same category. Like, yeah, I, you know, I think, I, you know, we're all free to our opinion, right? But I think... It la- I think Philadelphia actually are the least dead done ones. I think Philadelphia are the least done ones. I think Utah. I think Utah just don't have it. I think you know. I hate to say it, but I, I didn't want him to be right. But Shaquille O'Neal could be right when he said, "You guys, I don't think you have it. I don't think you guys have that next level." And 
you know, because they, they should have been able to dig down deep and win the other night in L.A. They don't. Horrible performances in Los Angeles. Uh, in, in, inexcusable tonight. It's just inexcusable. And what? So now suddenly Utah are going to find their nuts? They, you know what I mean? They don't, they don't have any. Right? They don't have any. So, I, you know, I don't trust them, Babano. I think the Clippers are going to win, even without Kawhi. I swear. Dude, Terrence manages to lay down a dunk and go bear his face at the end of the game. Like, I think Utah are that big of chokers, man. We'll see, though. They're, they're, this is so wide open, this crazy stuff. And you get Atlanta. Can Atlanta really do this? Man, that's going to be some wild stuff, man, on their home floor. Can they really close this out, Babano? It's the, hard, the last game's the hardest one to win, bro. Yeah, it absolutely is, and you know, it's it, this is this is going to be the ultimate test for Philadelphia. I mean, they did go on the road and they were extremely impressive in Game Three. You know, in Atlanta, let's not forget yeah, that yeah. they played a, a terrific game uh, on the road in Game Three. They're going to have to find that game again. And Doc Rivers and Mike Budenholzer, and even Snyder to a lesser extent, these are coaches that are feeling it a little on the hot seat. Snyder's oh, been man. there now for a few years. Yeah, Rivers, even though it's Rivers' well, is first crack yeah. with Philadelphia, Budenholzer especially. Look, Budenholzer's done. He's got to be gone if they don't win that series against Brooklyn. I really believe it could be it for him there with the Bucks, And even Snyder could be treading on, uh, sliding on thin ice, skating on thin ice, you know, if they lose that series to uh, the Clippers in this kind of fashion without Kawhi Leonard. So there's coaches feeling Snyder some is. pressure. Snyder's a great coach. Uh, I mean, the guy's 58-21, right? It, it'll be an ugly loss for them, but he's not in the same position yeah. as Budenholzer is. Like, yeah. it's, it's not the same. But I get what you're saying. Now, Doc Rivers... Listen, man, I don't know. Like, there's two ways. Listen, they blame Doc Rivers for the Clippers collapse last year, right? And, oh, Doc Rivers yep. has blown leads. He's not on the court, right? But I can live with, you know what I mean? He is stubborn, and he's stuck in his yep. ways. He's old school. I get it. But Ben Simmons is a problem. I mean, if your star players suck in the clutch, I don't care who the coach is. What are you going to do? Like, you know what I mean? What are you going to do? If Embiid's always moaning and groaning and hurt and, you know, tired and Ben Simmons is just, like, erratic and can't hit shots, they've got a problem. But I will agree with Ben. Like, I'm not going to – I don't know if Doc Rivers only been there a year, but who knows? I don't know. Van Gundy has got We saw Stan Van Gundy get fired after exactly. one year. I don't think it would happen yeah. with Rivers, but I'm saying never say never. Yeah, but there's all kinds of rumors. You're right. Like, Brooks left Washington, right? He didn't really get fired. I think he wanted to go. I think he thinks there's something, you know, something up. There's rumors about Carlisle that if Budenholzer gets fired, Carlisle might say, you know what, I'm done with the drama in Dallas. I'll go to Milwaukee. There's a lot of rumors out there. I don't know you're right, Babano. I'm not saying you're crazy about Doc Rivers. Uh, you know, it could be real ugly for Ben Simmons and Bede and Doc if they lose on Friday night. What a Friday night we have coming up. More of a battle on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. 
Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Sports Grid is available on the radio, internet, TV, satellite, and don't forget our mobile app. So if you're not getting it, you're just not, not trying. Keep it right here. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I had Gable Mexi, the pencil players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, everybody else in between. Sirius XM, Channel 204. Um, all right, so great stuff. We got Ian Cameron King. We've got a full house. We got Joe Ranieri joining us still. We got more golf picks. Joe Ranieri. We got Pete Annapolis. We'll get into the Brooklyn. Uh, Pete's been doing the series for RDS Television. Uh, former assistant coach with the UMass Minutemen. One of our basketball contributors. It's been a great week of guests this week. Uh, we didn't get into uh, Italy. Damn, did Italy look good today, huh? Man, Italy looked like, wow, Italy Italy looked really good. But I still think France are the team to beat, baby. All right, Ian Cameron uh, with us. So, monster win tonight, uh, Babano. Monster win tonight for uh, for the Montreal Canadiens. Um, you know, they really did everything tonight that I thought that they, you know, we wanted them to do in game one. Yet, we get caught up in this, Babano. And I saw it from Canadian fans even. If you'll notice, things were quieter today. Right, things were quieter after the game. Um, I saw people after the game, even like Canadian fans and stuff. Well, you know, this series won't be long, and oh, we're screwed, and and oh, who who are we going to protect and let Gallagher go to Seattle and like? And I'm thinking, I tweeted it out. Like I, you know what? I tweeted it out after the game. I said, "Congrats to Vegas." I said, "Props to Vegas. They win game one. Better team." I said, uh, "But it's the first of four, Babano." Not the first to one, right? It's not the Super Bowl, bro. So we're not in the NFL. The NHL, it's the whole thing. And you see it, Babano. 
there's a lot of people that bet hockey now. And they've been watching hockey for a few years and stuff like that. But they don't get that the NHL is different than other leagues, right? It's not the same. Like, it's – unless you know, you don't know. It's one of those type of deals. Seeding doesn't matter. Regular season stats don't matter, right? Look, the top 20 scores in the NHL, only one of them is playing still, right? Like, this whole wall, but that team's a lot better in this team's division. It's like, it doesn't mean jack. And I'm telling you, man. I respect the hell out of the Tampa Bay Lightning, but the New York Islanders really can win that series, Babano. Don't think for a second that the Islanders couldn't win both games at Nassau. You and I talk about the Islanders a lot this year, bro. We'll get back to the Canadians, but same thing. The Islanders can win this series. I'm not saying they will, but they can. Like Montreal, this could be Montreal versus the Islanders, and it wouldn't shock me. I've been saying it for weeks. Yeah, I mean, the Islanders aren't done just yet after losing game two. They got the split they wanted in Tampa Bay. Uh Tampa Bay played a much better game. You give them credit. John Cooper said, we have to win puck battles. We didn't win any in game one. They did a better job. Their stick position, they just they just won the puck against an Islander player more often. And it wasn't that way in game one. That's why the Islanders had the puck more. That's why they had more chances. That's why Tampa Bay couldn't get much going offensively. Because when you don't have the puck, you can't draw penalties. And that's what happened. Tampa Bay didn't draw many penalties in game one because they never had the puck. Game two, they did. They won more battles. They drew more penalties. One of which Barry Trotz was upset with in terms of a missed call on the uh, goal for Tampa Bay that made it two to one. There were seven Tampa Bay Lightning players on the ice, and he wasn't very happy that there was a no too many men call there. He mentioned it after the game, and I'm seeing a pattern, especially in this year's Stanley Cup playoffs, where when a coach has a little critical comment about the officiating after a game, the next game you're going to see an extra call or two go that team's way. So don't don't be surprised to see the Islanders get an extra power play or two. I mean, they're not going to blatantly call penalties left and right against Tampa Bay, but a 50-50 call to be made, they'll, they'll give an extra 50-50 call or two uh, in Game 3, I think, tomorrow night to the New York Islanders after Barry said what he said. It's just what we've seen, you know, in this year's playoffs and in past years. No, you don't? No, I thought the last game. No, I think, I think it's just... Um... It's home ice, I think. I think the teams at home get the benefit of the doubt more. Look, I think, honestly, Babano, I think in the NBA it does work. And I think in the game it works, Babano. Like, in the game it'll work. Like, you'll see the coaches bitch at the ref after, and, you know, even if they know it's a penalty, they'll let the ref know, hey, don't call everything on us here. I don't like, let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's keep this in, you know what I mean? Like, so... I, I hear what you're saying, but I think the NHL, Babano, they're different, bro. They take it personal. They really don't like criticism, man. Look at when the Rangers criticized the league and stuff. Guys got fired, right? Like, there there were changes after, right? Or the Rangers wrote the letter after the Wilson stuff. And when Cassidy ripped the league, did he get calls after? Not really. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I think it pisses the NHL off more than anything. They're like, oh, yeah? You want to talk smack? We're going to put this referee in here that really doesn't like you. But I'm convinced that they, you know, there's a pattern to this. Like, Babana, let me ask you. Um, how the hell, and let me say, we got McKinnis going to hop up and in and join us here too, but let me just say about the Iders and the whole playoff thing. I don't know, like, and even me, I get it. I've done it, but I'm doing it less now. I don't come on every night telling you this team is done and that team is done. No effing team is ever done. Kawhi Leonard didn't play tonight, and they just won in Utah. How the yeah. hell, we don't know anything. And I know it's different sports, but here we are now. 
you know, the series are tied. They're, oh, they're mismatches. Oh, the Islanders, they can't play with Tampa. It's Tampa and Vegas, 100%. Yeah, whatever. We're 1-1 going back home. And it was garbage against Colorado. Even though I was on Vegas against Colorado. But there's no way in hell that they didn't commit one foul, guys, in fraction in seven straight periods. They didn't get a penalty called against them other than them flipping the puck over the ice, like over the glass, which you have to call. They'd have a choice, the ref. So... How the hell is that possible? In such a physical series that Colorado and Vegas, Vegas did not have a penalty called in seven straight periods. How the hell is it that Vegas tonight, Brendan Gallagher was bleeding. Vegas are a dirty, cheap-ass team, man. I'm telling you, they are. Like, I'm watching, I'm watching every play of everything. Every in the corner. Look at Stahl was pissed. He's been in the league. They cheap-shotted Perry. They cheap-shotted Chariot. They cheap-shotted Deneau. It's well, constant. Perry isn't the saint. We have to keep that in mind. But I hear oh, what no. you're saying. Yeah. No, no, but it doesn't change anything. There's a difference between being a yeah. saint and, like, trying to face-plant them into the boards, right, like during a scrum. And Vegas, no. Well, the refs aren't going to call it. They want us to win. They, the Vegas players know, yeah, the league wants us to win. Like, Vegas have the – the league on their side, and they know it. So they play on the edge, and they get away with this crap. But with all that being stated, they're gonna, they can't screw. They're not going to screw Montreal as much. Uh, they're going to have to call penalties in Montreal. I don't care if there's 35 people or 3,500 people. Like, there's going to be 3,500 people. They can't. Like, it's different, right? So let's bring Andrew McKinnis in, who um, has to be excited. Hopefully he cash some tickets tonight. I'm sure he is. Uh, with the Canadians. What's going on, McKinnis? Well, well, well. What do we have here? A tied series. What's up, Gabe? How's it going, uh, Ian? Good to see you. Good to hear you, Andrew. Congrats on a nice uh, team win there for the Habs. They're right in this series. You don't well, sound too you know, enthusiastic. I just thought they didn't have any goal scorers, or <laughs> they couldn't win in Vegas, or you know they get carried by their goaltender, or they're too soft, or they're too small, and the West Division is way stronger and more superior and powerful, and the fans in Vegas are going to be doing it all for them. I've heard louder games, regular season games in Ottawa. In Ottawa, those guys don't even want to go to the <laughs> I've really heard louder games in Ottawa than I heard there. I feel like you know, when the Vegas Golden Knights scored their first goal, I was like, oh, I didn't even know there were fans in the arena there. Jeez. I don't, the Habs could be down 5 nothing at the Bell Center, and they're cheering like they're up 10 nothing. That guy that was going viral for the Canadians – the guy that had the 2,500 is going to sound like 25,000. He's right. I said it last week on, on, on this very show, and everybody was laughing at me. I'll take 10,000 Hab fans over 30,000 Vegas fans any day of the week. It's just, it's not even close. But let's not get into the fandom stuff. Let's get into the fact that it's a team game. We talked about it last night, Gabe, and uh, the third line and fourth line got it done. Yeah, and you know... They did. There were they, Vegas didn't get any penalty call, but Bano, I brought this up, and Andrew McKinnon's wager talk was getting in camera and throwing it down with us. But Bano, we, we brought this up on Game Time Decisions today before the game. I did, and it was really it wasn't it, like I came up with some creative thought. I was just echoing what the Canadian players that Tyler Toffoli said, which and it was actually Eric Stahl and Tyler Toffoli. But Eric Stahl was talking about how in Game One they he only played ten minutes. Right, and he said it was hard. And the problem was, they were killing penalties so often in Game One, 
And, you know what I mean, special teams units. So suddenly it takes the fourth line out. It takes this guy out. It takes that old guy out. It takes your skilled players out. Right? Like you have, you know, you have a special power play, uh, penalty, penalty kill unit that you're going to depend on. So it shortens the bench big time. Suddenly some guys are like, can't get on the ice. Because it's like, listen, we're either on a power play or they're on a power play, so we can't put you on right now. Right? And it's just a problem. And it threw the entire bench out of sync. And I also maintain, guys, that playing, not playing for seven days hurt them. You could tell. They were tired. You know what I mean? They got gas. They played well for nine minutes in the first period. Then they sucked, all right? They hit the wall. You could see they were huffing and puffing on the bench. They looked hot. They were sweating. They weren't used to the Vegas heat. They hadn't played in seven days. I knew they'd be more acclimated tonight. Now they go back home to Montreal, baby. Uh, Montreal. And for the record, cheapest tickets are uh, $1,003 right now to get in. Most expensive ticket, best seat in the house where McKinnis is sitting with his hot girlfriend. He's a high roller. I know you're going, McKinnis. $4,387, guys. $4,000. There you go. That's a pretty ticket right there. Pretty penny to, 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 to go to that game. How, that's a lot of money. So for two, yeah, plus service fees, you're talking eleven, twelve thousand dollars. It's a lot, a lot of money. <laughs> and uh, they're, yeah, they're allowed thirty-five hundred people, and oh man, that's going to be crazy. There's actually literally like hundreds of Canadian fans taking over outside right now on the strip in Vegas. There's videos popping up. It'd be a beautiful sight. I'm jealous. Amazing videos, Gabe. You got like family members there. Cole Caulfield's family are partying, <laughs> jumping around and stuff. All right, more with the crew on the other side. Bring it. Took you long enough to get it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. To a different kind of sports talk. We're not just talk about sports, but talk about sports you can use. Get the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. Holy, holy moly. What a day. What a day. What a, what a, what a day across the board. Uh, Italia, Viva Italia, the Azuri. Uh, man, they look good. Italy's looking great. Uh, Euro. Uh, you know who's looking good, too? Wales. Wales, baby. Wales getting it done. Uh, the Los Angeles Clippers without Kawhi Leonard. Like, this playoffs have been crazy, man. Crazy. The Montreal Canadiens. Um, they, you know, these guys, worst hockey team ever, bunch of losers, oldest team ever, a uh, bunch of losers, biggest underdogs in the last 31 years, like McKenna said. I don't even know why they bother going to Vegas. They couldn't show up. And, you know, we love Matt Peralta. It's all good. Matt's got thick skin and stuff, but he could not have been more wrong. It's funny. He's talking about the crowd and the crowd being intimidated. Yeah, what crowd? I'm seeing videos now of Canadian fans taunting people on the strip. <laughs> like, like, and, and that's only Canadian fans that are loud there, that are in there already. Like, just talking, it, it, yeah, I don't think these people in Vegas realize if the border was open, the damn building would be full of red jerseys, Canadian fans. It'd be full. The, the Canadian Gabe, fans would take I'd that building there. over. It's hard, to, it's hard to argue with that, I'd Gabe, be because they're, they're a traveling yeah, fan base, just like Leaf fans, anybody else. They, you, they definitely would have had a ton of fans there. There's, it's everywhere. Like, if there was no pandemic, the borders were open, there would be a lot of fan, Habs fans there, no question. Well, there still was. Boys, I got opportunities for tickets, but uh, uh, for this game tonight, unfortunately, and Right now, my province in Canada is in the mix of, of getting everything kind of opened up more, so I would have had to isolate for two weeks when I came back. If that wasn't the case, I'm there tonight, and you guys couldn't be more right about that. I mean, those are just the people that were already there or that made that trip. Imagine if the borders were open. Like, it's unbelievable to see outside. And, Gabe, what you said on your live show, it, it might have sounded like a little bit of a jab, but you were right. I mean, I swear to God, on my TV, I heard, go Habs, go Chance for about half that game, more than I heard Go Knights Go. Yeah, the Go Knights fans tried to get it, like, oh, drown it out a bunch of times, but they were too weak. They gave up. Like, they would do it for, like, a few seconds, but they, they wouldn't they wouldn't keep it going. They're nice people. I got nothing against Vegas fans. Well, they were also you know, trailing at the time. It's not like they had a boatload to cheer for at the moment. <laughs> that's, when, that's when you need to cheer, though, Babano, right? That's when yeah. you need to cheer the most. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, they've been spoiled. some fan bases just when it's when it's going bad they don't. 
I've been I've been in hockey games before, and there's just no noise when things are starting to go the other way. And I agree. I think you got to pump your team up, give them life, give them spirit, and that's the time you want to get behind them is when they're trailing. Give them that energy they need to maybe push a little extra on that shift. Yeah, but they don't. I don't say this meaning. Like, I don't mean this. I'm not saying this begrudgingly. Like because their their success is great. It's a beautiful arena. I'm happy for their success. I got no beef with Vegas, but my point is, they're a reactionary crowd. Right, they don't know the little intricacies of hockey, so they don't know. They don't know they're supposed to like. Oh man, this is a tense situation here, right? Like they, they'll they'll go crazy when the team scores, right? It was same thing actually with in baseball with the Expos in the early days. Same thing. The players used to say the same thing. They'd be like, the fans are sort of weird, like in between. But when something happens, they react, right? Because they're like, oh, there's a run. There's like they can, they, you know what I mean? It's like how many people, like like honestly, you look at there, you look at Vegas, there's all these dudes in Vegas shirts with these their girlfriends and stuff in Vegas shirts. How many of those people know the rules of hockey fully and stuff? I'm not saying it to be mean. I'm just stating. You know, they're going to the game. It's fun. They understand, hey, the puck goes in and out. We, we, you know what I mean? They react. It's a reactionary. Are you thinking of that wedding couple, Gabe, as you're saying that? <laughs> Uh, well, I, I want to just no. Say I don't know. I, for all I know, those they're diehard hockey fans. But bad on that wedding couple. <laughs> I don't know. For all I know, I don't. Know, maybe they are. <laughs> Gabe, I can't you know, judge. Them. I want to say this to you. If I can't take the chance, because I want to say the same thing that you're saying. I'm not trying to say anything bad towards their fan base because I've heard nothing but great things about what's going on right there with all the Habs fans talking with them, getting pictures, hanging out. When I went to the Vegas Golden Knights game, my first time at at T-Mobile, T-Mobile Arena. Uh, I was there by myself, sat next to, you know, obviously a couple of fans there. They couldn't have been nicer. You know, great conversations. We had obviously a little bit of back and forth and uh, about different teams. Great people. Great people. But I just don't understand the comparison from them to Montreal. I have nothing against those fans. It's the people out there trying to say their fan base is better uh, than a team that's been around forever. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, exactly. Listen, I, I love the Expos. Yankee fans know more about baseball than that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's just, you know, exactly. It's not to be, we're not, we're not no, being you talk, no. Right, no, but it's like saying exactly. It's like saying that going to Alabama, like Montreal is the, is hockey. Like, it, it's, it is. Like, they're 24, they're, they're, that's the Mecca. That's the Mecca, right? Certain cities, right? Is, you know, basketball in, in Los Angeles. Like, there's certain, like, places where you can't argue it. It's like, yeah, that's, that's, you know what I mean? Alabama football. Yeah, the South. Yeah, they own it. Like, you know what I mean? It's like one of, one of those type of deals. Um, all right, so we got some numbers here. We got some numbers here. We'll go back. So just for the record, I don't know if you guys have already seen the numbers. So be honest. Have you seen a number yet for game three? Because here, here we go. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of like, wow, really? I'm looking for the first time here. And I don't have a problem with it. I say, uh, bien sir, <laughs> may we. <laughs> Let's go. The Montreal Canadiens, plus 138. Montreal Canadiens, There's been plus an adjustment, Gabe. There's Vegas been an adjustment minus, after this win tonight. Yeah, there's been an adjustment. Yeah, there's been an adjustment uh, a little bit after tonight because based on where oh, the good. average line for Vegas was in game one and game two, you could still say Vegas could be pushing minus 175, minus 180. It, on the road in game three, they're not. Yeah, they're not. They've dropped this down a bit. I think they're finally giving Montreal a little due for what they've done so far. I think the line's still too high. I think they're wrong. I think their numbers have been wrong. Like, 
They shouldn't be this big of Montreal as as underdogs like this. Come on, it's too big of a number. I, I hear what you're saying, Rabano. We'll, you know, we'll get Sherapan's take when he comes in later. I think he's back on Friday. So, um, what do you think of the number, McKenna's here? Are you excited about this? And one thing too, a lot of teams you'd think, you know, oh, they're going back home. There's going to be a letdown, or they'll get caught up in the hype and the moment and stuff. They've been good at home. Like the new and improved, the new home stuff with no fans. They're three and zero. Right, they beat the Leafs in the one game that they played that they had to have in front of fans. The first time fans were back, they won their two home games against the Winnipeg Jets with with fans with the twenty five hundred fans. So they are three and zero at home, and the Canadians have shown an ability not to get too excited or too down uh, during the playoffs. So I'll give them credit for that. So at worst, I think the Canadians are splitting going back home, Babano. And, he, uh, and Andrew, I'll throw it to you first, McKenna's, but if you look at it like that, the Canadians are going to split at home at minimum. I think they can win both games. I'm not even kidding. I, you know, I think they can win both games. Um, and as I stated, they'll win in six. Canadians win both games. They'll go to Vegas. They'll lose, and they'll come home to win in six. Um, or maybe, they can, you know, maybe I'm being overly optimistic, but if I get the Canadians at plus 138 on Friday and Sunday, even if they go one and one, I make money, McKinnis. I'm, I'm taking them. Give me the halves again. Absolutely. It's a great price. And uh, Gabe, you know, one, that stat that you've, you've been talking about for a long time, people are getting tired of me saying it. And it's the magic number of three. Get three goals in front of Carey Price in the playoffs. You seem to have quite a bit of success. And, you know, as far as what the odds makers are saying right now in this game, um, look, I think what you have to look at is what, what, ben, uh, what uh, Pete DeBoer said after the game. I'm a huge fan of uh, press conferences and always watching that stuff. I don't shape my handicap around it, but even he said, Gabe, and this is the opposition. Think about this. This is the Vegas Golden Knights head coach. And even he pretty much said, yeah, yeah, it should be a pick You know, he, he didn't say those words, obviously, but he said the same people that said that Vegas was going to dominate Montreal are the same people that said Colorado was going to sweep Vegas. Right? And he's the coach of the team. And he's even telling us, like, you know, Everybody thinks that we're going to just romp this team. You know, he could have taken that in a lot of different ways, but he took it. Maybe he's just showmanship, but he literally said, like, yeah, people are insane for thinking this team made it here to the semifinals by accident, you know, limped their way here. So um, I'm not going to say the price should be a lot lower, but I don't think it should be any higher than that. That's for sure. I think it's a great price. I'll take it. And at home, I think it's even better with that atmosphere, but just kind of getting that last change, the face-off dot. Dominic Ducharme, and give me, I, don't, I don't say this because, you know, you didn't like him at first because you've given him a lot of credit. Ducharme has done a great job at knowing what he's done a bad job at and knowing what he's done well with. And one of the things he's done really well with is matchups, and getting that last change at home will be very, very crucial. I'll give him credit. I'll give you credit. You you defended him from the start. I never had anything against him, but I told you that. I just, you know, I didn't like the way Claude Julien was treated on the way out. But yes, I, yes. I will. And, uh, you know, listen, man, Ducharme has pulled this out. Uh, like, that's the thing with the playoffs, guys. I mean, look at, um, you know, like, like we talked about Armia. Guy has seven goals in an entire season. He's got five in the playoffs, right? You know, sometimes, you know, things just change. But I will give you credit, McKenna, said you are right. And I've been ultra impressed with that. The Canadians' adjustments are good. Like, they, you're, you're bang on. Like, the players, too. Like, the players identify what they did wrong. They know what they did wrong, and they, they address it. And 
as games go on, the the, the coaching adjustments, you're right. Like, I, I was wrong. Like, you know what I mean? I, well, I didn't really know. We were getting, now we're seeing him in his full, full chance, but I was too hard on him early. I just sort of was like, oh, F off, since, you know, you're the guy replacing Julia here. But I got I got to admit, the X's and O's has been great. They've been prepared. The game plans have been great. Like, I can't, I cannot dispute that. I cannot dispute that. Uh, I can't, I can't uh, dispute that at all. So, uh, Babano, going back home right now, like we said, plus money, total five and a half here. And a point that I brought up that people aren't going to bring it. Like, people were like, Matt, last week, and, oh, they're going to make a point. And we wasn't the only one. Oh, the crowd. I read it in the Vegas papers. Remember, we read the, the odds makers. Oh, Montreal hasn't seen a crowd like this all year. Like, really? That's what you're that's that's what you're baking into the number, really. Um, and instead, if these guys actually were smart, Babano, they would bake into the fact Vegas have not gotten on a plane on a flight that's lasted longer than like an hour and a year and a half. And I'm not saying that that's going to devastate them, but it's a pretty quick turnaround. It's Wednesday night. Boom! You guys haven't been on a road trip yet this year, a real road trip. Now you're going on a real road trip into a place that people aren't going to speak English to you anywhere, and you're basically in lockdown. So you're in quarantine. They can't travel. They can't go. They can't leave. Like the, the Vegas Golden Knights have to go get off the plane, onto a team bus, straight to the hotel. They're not allowed walking the street. They can't leave the hotel. Like they, you know what I mean? They're under lockdown. So you could argue, well, yeah, it helps them focus, but it changes their routine. Right, and it just it changes what they've been doing all year. They were used to living with their families and living a normal life. They haven't flown. Now suddenly they're in Montreal. There's going to be fans outside the hotel screaming. It's going to be like a nut job scene there. They're going to be like way isolated, and uh, and they're going to be tested all the time. It's just like I said, they're the one. Montreal's been flying around all year, so they're used to this stuff. I think it's something to keep your eye on. I wouldn't be shocked if Montreal won both games. I really wouldn't. All right, guys. So on the other side, we'll get Babano's best bets here. Uh, Lightning and Islanders fired up for some hockey. And the U.S. Open. We got Joe Ranieri. We got Pete Annapolis. We got Andrew McKinnis. Babano. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Working hard 24 hours a day to give you your USRDA of the winning edge. Everything a growing boy needs. Sit up straight. Get it right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Now, now, now. Late night anger management class. Shout out to Suter Lisa in Oklahoma. Everybody's all fired up uh, tonight. Matias is happy as Clippers won. The Montreal Canadiens uh, won. Um, Italy won earlier today and looking damn good doing it, I'll tell you that, as well. So uh, we got uh, Joe Ranieri's going to join us. We'll talk some U.S. Open golf. Joe's a great golf handicapper, former baseball player, Oklahoma State minor leaguer as well, uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys. So we'll talk a little baseball. We'll get into the golf. Uh, Pete Annapolis, we'll talk some NBA. So before we get uh, McKinnis and uh, Babano out of here, uh, Babano, I'll throw it to you first here, buddy. Tampa Bay Lightning and the Islanders. Islanders going back home. Similar number to the Montreal game. Islanders are plus 124, uh, five and a half. I think you could argue they're going to get the split in Nassau. So you're getting the Islanders plus money. Even though I kind of like Tampa in the series, you know, I think the Islanders are attractive here. What's your take on this one? Yeah, I like Islanders first period, especially. I, I don't mind them full game either. I think there's a back and forth series, to be honest with you. I mean, uh, to me, I think the Islanders are right in this series. I thought this from day one. It's why two very big bets for my standards. You know, I'm pretty reserved, especially at this time of year. But I, I came close to unloading pretty much with the over five and a half games in both of these series, Montreal, Vegas, and the Islanders, Tampa. I couldn't believe it was even money in one, and I couldn't believe it was minus 140 in the other. Five and a half. Just ask Islanders and the Habs to compete, which I think they're going to do, which I think they have done, and I think the Islanders will do that again. They'll be chomping at the bit at Nassau. They'll get that crowd going, oh, oh, that chant they always do for the Islander home games. I think they'll give Tampa Bay a good go of it tomorrow night, and it wouldn't surprise me to see them win. The value to me is the Islanders as home dogs. For the record right now, uh, Andrew and Ian, um, New York Islanders plus a puck and a half. Montreal Canadiens plus a puck and a half parlay is plus 110. McKenna's 30 seconds on the way out here. What do you think about tomorrow's game? I've been a pretty big team total guy, Gabe. Going to go right back to it for tomorrow. I know we can get a great plus price, but give me the over two and a half team total for the Islanders, plus 120. All right. Great job, McKenna. Great day here for the Habs. Go. Hey, Babano, great job. Babano will catch up with you later uh, later on the weekend. Great stuff, uh, guys. Wager talk, and you can follow uh, Babano and get his all his links on Twitter at Babano. Level three. Thanks, Come see you, Gabe. See you, Andrew. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? 
Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.